What's happening, guys? It's Adam here. Just a quick word from our sponsors before we kick off today's episode. That is Beer52.com. Beer52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. They're number one, baby. And they'll send you some amazing beers every month, and you can rate and review them via their website to earn points and rewards. Now, every month's beers that you get sent will have a brand new theme. Past themes have been the beers of Germany, California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa, and many, many more. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer. You'll get a free case of eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. The second you sign up, they'll send them out in the post here. And you can't catch Corona from the post. All you have to do is pay a few quid for the delivery, and you can cancel or pause your membership at any time. Sign up now at beer52.com slash word. That's our exclusive link. That's B-E-E-R 52.com slash W-O-R-D. You'll claim your free case of beer, and for every person that signs up via that link only, they slide us a little bit of money. That supports the podcast. It helps us out. It's win-win. So do us a favour, pause the pod here, go and do that now, and then enjoy the episode. Nice one. See you in a bit. Fucking did it in one take, bro. Yeah, man. Okie dokie, piggy a pokey. Good morning, job seekers. Oh my God. Okay, it's happening. Catch me outside. How about that? Have you never seen me before? Upset me, nasty bitch. I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel like podcasting. Two mics, two lids, and a lot of time on their hands. This is Havawad. Shut down dailies. Let's get through this mess together. Hello there, lad. Now, how are you doing? How are you doing, Adam Rowe? I'm doing all right. I'll be honest with you, Daniel. I didn't have the best of days yesterday. It wasn't. I wasn't on the best form for the rest of the day. No, it happens, doesn't it? It happens. I could tell you weren't quite right because, you know, we're comedians. We can put the old show face on. I did a gig yeah. the night my granddad died. You put it on. It's sort of hard doing <laughs> podcasting because you can't just go on autopilot and do the set that you know. But... You were fine. I was having a nice time. And then you got to the end and you were like, uh, do you think there's a video out of that one? Nah. All right. See you later. I was like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I was, I was like, I think there might be a video out of that one. You were like, no, I don't think there is. Right. See you later. See you tomorrow. And then I saw you tweet later on going, I've not had the best days. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Nah, nah. See that. Do you know what happened? I just, I got like this. I felt like overwhelmed with emotion. I nearly just cried for no reason yesterday night. I was just on the couch and I went to Jade. I really want to cry and trouble cry. Then I went, I can't. I just feel like that's what I need to do. Like, it's I not this that feeling. simple, Jade. I can't just cry. <laughs> it was really weird. I had a feeling in my chest and in my head. And the only way I can articulate it is they both felt the same. But I don't know what the feeling was. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. And I was trying to explain it to Jaden. She just come over and just started stroking me beard. <laughs> you basically shut down even the most stoic, you know, working class Scouse comedian who hasn't cried properly, apart from when Liverpool win Champions League since like the mid noughties. You're basically anchor man. Aren't you? In a glam in a glass case of emotion. It feels like that. It feels like you're like, there's things going on. I'm grumpy. I'm angry. I'm sad. 
I think you're having a, a shutdown period. I think yeah, that's what's happening. I was having a little man period. That's what it was. Bleeding from my ass. <laughs> IBS. I'm bleeding from um, my, my brain. Yeah, you, some, yeah, it's fine. Well, you dealt with it great. I felt like I needed to be doing something, but I didn't want to do anything. And then today, I've just woke up. We had some breakfast, and then I just I put um I got me Alexa, you know, like the little Amazon Echo thing. I got her to just play some music, and we started tidying the house up because the, the house was getting a bit messy, and I was just being in a fucking great mood. You know, when you got the tunes on, and you just tidying around. Once and that. the balls rolling. I fucking love writing a to-do list. And this is how much of a knobhead I am. I write some really fucking easy ones at the top. Like, I never like... If you've got your tax <laughs> yeah. return to do... So you can take it off. You never write tax return first. That make, that, that <laughs> job will stay at the top of that list for five fucking months. Write, uh, ring my granddad. Bang. Then I'm like, I pop your eyes like, yeah, I'm all over. The football's turned off. I'll right, see you later. I'm like, right, great. Top one job. Tick. That, and it gets the ball rolling and it may, even though it's trickery it makes me feel like don't be a knob to Laura you are right, babe I love you tick job done yeah it's job just, number one start writing a to-do list <laughs> smashed it mate <laughs> don't have a wank ah fuck well that's you know <laughs> I'll put a maybe next to that one tidying up self though um, and I need to get this office really tidy because I'll tell you about this later I can't really say much right now but there might be a little exciting TV opportunity coming up for Live from Adam's house that I might have to get you involved in. I'll the tell you more this in a bit. The actual fuck? The, the actual fuck? What the fuck? Uh, that, that, that's, what? A, that's the first voice that's going to go if, if it's an actual TV <laughs> opportunity. Adam, we really like it, what you're doing at the moment with uh, Have A Words. We love it. We've seen we've seen every episode of Have A Words. And we really think you'd be great for our TV thing because we're big fans of Have A Words with you and Dave Knight. Dave Knight. And... <laughs> What can you bring to the party? Um, African voices? Okay. I think the line's gone weird. Whoa. For them. <laughs> I was doing Geordie. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh. Oh. Hey. Fogoni tiny Zalman. Nasty bitch upset me. <laughs> <laughs> I just went around a uh, uh, walk around the woods, which is becoming, you know, without even dogging, is becoming really fucking good. That is a, that, even though it's just an hour of dicking around. You just come back and you're like, I've bloody done something today. It's it's all yeah. trickery, isn't it? Just rather than be like, oh, fuck, didn't do that around the house, didn't, you know, just having a walk around the woods. It was quality because there was a guy walking his dog and that Annette just went, what's that man doing? And we were like, walking walking the dog. And then she literally, about 50 yards away, she just went, what's she, what's she, what's she doing? Just walking the dog. She went, what are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing <laughs> little three-year-old, and because like normally you'd be like, oh, what a cute three-year-old. But be be because there's that air of like the police may be stopping you, and you do feel like even even if you drive to do exercise, like ah, oh, it's not really the rules. All of a sudden, Etta, who he doesn't even know the COVID nineteen things going on, is like, what the fuck are you doing, man? What are you doing? And he was like, who the fuck is? All oh, right, yeah, it's just a kid being a weirdo, overconfident yeah. little three-year-old just getting eggy in a field near Chester. Good on you, kid. I walk, the, I walk our dog like every day for about an hour. We've got a park like quite nearby. I just let her off the lead. She has a little roam around. Yesterday we were there and this little girl comes up and goes, can I stroke her? And I was like, no, you cannot. I do not know where you've been, child. <laughs> Fuck off away from my dog, you germ ball of filth. Usually, <laughs> usually it's you holding the dog back like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. She's just a bit friendly now. It's like, get you fucking dirty COVID-19 child away from my beautiful dog. <laughs> 
Get away, you rabid little child. I banish you. You are banished from the Pride Lands. <laughs> yeah, that's mental, isn't it? Have you got that feeling of like, it's, I mean, we're only like three weeks in. It's probably going to, there's going to be more of this to come, but my mate Ben in Newcastle was just like, I am making arrangements with every fucker for everything. Like, if anyone, if you could, you could invite me to a bar mitzvah, you could invite me to like a fucking neo-Nazi. I'm just be like, yeah, I don't agree with any of that stuff and I'm not Jewish, but I'll be there. I'll be there. Is it a social event? I'm up for it. A sesh, a fucking <laughs> kindergarten group, anything. He's like, I just want to... Do you feel that inclination to be like, I want to make some arrangements or do you feel like feel it's like just it's pointless? It's a bit hypocritical to go to both a bar mitzvah and a neo-Nazi mitten. <laughs> what I was... What I was doing there, as I'd live in, pick a side there. I was ad libbing, and I, I'll be honest, that's not. I'm not quoting him verbatim on that one. That's not exactly what he said. He's not agreed to go to both a neo-Nazi meeting and the bar mitzvah. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to go and fight for Israel. I'm going to go and fight for Palestine. I'm going to do both. <laughs> one pie. day I'm going to be on one side, another day I'm going to be on the other, and I just want to help people. <laughs> I just want to be outdoors. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that would be a that would be a, a bit full on, but that that inclination to just be like, oh, I want to do something, I want to arrange shit, I want to do. So, oh, do you just th think, fuck it? What's the point? Because you don't know when you're going to be able to do it. I haven't been arranging anything um, personally because I I'm, I'm quite pessimistic. So I still think we're looking at November before we get back to normality. To be honest with you, that I'm still sticking to that. Do you think, think November for everyone out of the shutdown? I I can I'm sort of coming around to your thing that. I think that letting people in comedy clubs might be a slow release, but I don't think the shutdown's going to be no November, is it? No, I think I think the shutdown for us is going to be maybe July, but I think it's going to come in stages. So I think maybe, obviously, July will technically be the school summer holidays. I don't know what they're doing with stuff like that. I don't know whether they're doing the same with the school year that they are with the Premier League, where they're like, as soon as we can reopen, we're going from there. And I don't know whether there's kids going, I'm not going to a fucking school, mate. It's July. Yeah, it's going um, weird, isn't it? I think July, I think the first thing that could reopen would be the schools. Then it might be um, restaurants with social distancing enacted where, you know, a limited amount of tables. They might let that reopen. I think it'll come in stages. When I say November, I think we'll be gigging again in November. And by us being able to gig in dark, damp basements, filled with 200 people that's got to be pretty much everything back to normal hasn't it yeah I think we're the last to we, some good news from Spain though they're re reopening non-essential shops like they've just announced that that is the next and that's happening yeah. in the next couple of weeks so you're like well they only went in a shutdown two three weeks before us so that's pretty good news really isn't it that, that already it is. although maybe Spain are going down. a bit early <laughs> I think I think Spain are going a bit early and I also think that they've actually handled it better than we have um they got quite bad at one point but they're like <laughs> we our, our government has fucked it a bit with like I'm really worried that there's going to be a couple of other countries that come out of a shutdown and then a lot of the public in the UK are going to put pressure on the government like well fucking Italy are out Belgium are out Spain are out why can't I go to the beer garden and I think our governments are so fucking shit they're going to go go on then and I think we're going to come out of shutdown I'm open wrong about this I think we're going to come out of shutdown and go back into it I think they're going to let us out too early more people are going to get sick and die and then they're going to go right back in your houses you can see why the pubs and nightclubs and comedy clubs are going to be hard to because how do you tell 
British bit. You can't almost can't be like, right, what we're doing is social distancing, yeah? Everyone that's gonna be in a nightclub, we've got you can go dancing. Of course you can go dancing. And you can drink at the bar as long as you queue with a two meter space. But there's crosses on the dance floor and they're taped out in black and yellow tape, like in the co-op or Asda, and you dance on that space. Like how does that you can't like if you are gonna do social distancing, how are British people and their like communal booze problem that we're all a part of and I've enjoyed my life because of it? How how are you going to be like, right, you're into clubs and bars. Stay away from each other. Like, oh, fucking. It's just not, it's not, that's, I can see us being last to be let into. Hey, Gail, can I buy you a drink? <laughs> what do you want? Double. Do you want a double? <laughs> si- a, a single. What mixer? What? <laughs> Turn that music down. I can't hear it. <laughs> it's no music whatsoever. <laughs> It's really, you really have to reach to try and finger someone on a dance floor. Listen, you're gonna have to meet me halfway here, Bev. Come on, come on, Ooh, clean into it. Speaking of fingering, <laughs> oh my goodness me! If this is a proper segue, you're getting a round of applause. Go for it. It, it really is. Speaking of fingering, um, I've got an idea. Oh, sorry, my missus is coming. Into <laughs> <laughs> Jade! <laughs> Did you think I was calling you? Jade! Speaking of fingering, yes, dear? Speaking of fingering, you called! <laughs> Jade! Fucking hell, Jade's over it. All right. Anyway, short pod today. Someone mentioned fingering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell, mate. Oh, the dubby digits. For a, new, uh, for a new feature that's sort of been inspired by. Um, uh, an email we got so the new feature I want to do is break up stories I think you did one the other day about you fucking y- your ex climbing out the window and fucking off to Newcastle right and someone emailed in about a story I used to tell on stage about a breakup I had he said it was the funniest thing he ever heard he can't really remember the story properly and he wants me to tell it again on the podcast which I'll do in a minute oh um, finger in oh I have set you up beautifully <laughs> but I think there's going to be loads of people who listen to this who've had horrendous breakup arguments, but there's a bit of humour in them. Do you know what I mean? That's what my one is. This is 100% true, right? So, me and my first long-term girlfriend, who I mentioned the other day, I won't repeat her name because I don't want Sophie to listen and get angry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You see what I did there? (laughs) Yeah, so we were in a relationship and it was toxic as fuck. Like, we, we, we... just hated each other towards the end and uh, on on the final night we're having a proper proper argument right and then she went oh I just need to I need sex we need to just have sex now and I was like sounds I'm happy with that because when I'm arguing I do just want it to go away a lot of the time so I was like okay we'll do that well you were still you were building up or you were the peak of the argument or is it on the way down where how early I can't really remember it can't have been at the peak but it was it was probably just past the peak where it's sort of fizzling out, but it's still there. Yeah, you, you know can't I mean? bonk while you're still arguing, like, and you are a fucking no, but that's not, yeah, you've got, it's got to be sorted, sort of. Um, The next day we woke up, I was, I'd stayed in her house and uh, she's like, come on, I'll drop you off at yours. I just need a day on my own. Uh, and we got in the car and then when we got in the car, she started like the breakup argument. Oh, Jesus. Basically beat me to it. And I was like, Oh, she's like, we're just gonna like it. Just it's not working, is it? We're just get getting getting angry with each other and all that all the time. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And because I'm 
I'm, <laughs> I can't help this. Once I feel like something's gone, I'm just not asked anymore, right? So I was in no, like, I don't feel like there's anything to talk about in that situation. So I'm like, right, it's over. That's fine. She'll drop me off at my dad's. I'll come and get me stuff that I've left in here as a different day. And then it's all just done. Isn't it? It's just over. There's, it's not worth like crying about it in the car or going, please don't leave me because I want you to leave me. It's over. Right. But because I was so nonchalant about it, she wanted, she needed a fight. She needed a, an end of relationship fight. Right. She couldn't handle the fact that I was just like, yeah, it's over. And it just dropped me she off. She wanted and then, some reaction. She needed, she needed a reason to go. He said this and he said that. Not just. Well, I said I wanted to break up, and he went okay. So she needed the fight, right? Uh, no, it's not okay. Hang on, you were dumping me. No, well now, hang on. <laughs> what a bell end. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, just, just drop us off. She's like, are you not, you not got anything to say? You're not bothered about this? I was like, well, obviously I'm bothered. You know, we've been together like however long and. You know, it's never nice when you break up and that, but I'll be all right. I'm sure you'll be all right. And be someone. she's like, I just feel like there's no emotion in you. It's like you're a sociopath. And I was like, no, I just, I've accepted that it's over. You obviously want it to be over. So just drop me off. And it's not worth having a big fight and getting in a huff with each other about it, is it? Like, I, I'm still going to be in the nightclub that you work in quite a lot. So we, and I, I think I still work there at the time, actually. I was like, so like, we're going to have to see each other and work. So it's better if we can just be amicable in it and just not have murder. And she was like, yeah, but it, it just feels weird to me like this. And then she went, and this is, I swear to God, a direct quote. Do you know what? One thing I need to mention, actually, the way you fingered me last night made me feel like a slag. <laughs> now, when she said that, she was so serious, right? She wasn't saying it as a joke, but she caught me so off guard that I burst out laughing. I couldn't breathe. She's just going, do you think this is fucking funny that I was made to feel like a slag by my boyfriend in my own fucking bed? Now I'm crying, laughing. I can't breathe. It's like, you, 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 can't, you can't do that to someone. You can't make them feel that way. This is disgusting. I, I should be made to feel like a princess by my boyfriend. And I'm now in the fetal position in the footwell of the car, tears streaming down my face. She's like, is this funny? Is this funny? I was like, yeah, because no one in the history of fingering has ever been fingering I feel like royalty right now, babe. This is really making me feel appreciated. Finger me like a princess. It's to start the engine, isn't it? Fingering is to make you feel a bit dirty. It's not meant to make you feel like a fucking a goddess. It's to make you feel like a fucking dirty bitch. That's why we do it. No. Oh. But you got back together and now you're married. <laughs> that, was, that, that relationship was so dude, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> any any girl any and this isn't again it just because we're guys it feels like we're having a go at girls anyone you try and split up with is then starts the, the breakup you go do you know what it's a fair one and then takes fucking exception to the fact that it's gone too easily and starts a breakup argument just for their own fucking weird satisfaction is a massive twat flap <laughs> like how 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 sound was that gonna be like do you know what this isn't working and you were like yeah no i don't think it was working she was like oh fuck you you fingered me in a way that made me feel dirty like what a dickhead <sighs> have you ever you been can't... dumped have you ever been dumped um no like <laughs> you mean like dumped as in i don't want it to happen yeah no 
I've I've only about it. Go on. Jade's my third serious relationship. Right. So no, like me and Jade have got had big arguments in the past where like one of us has decided that it's over, and then two hours later it's not. That's all bullshit. Um, If you get back together, it's like null and void in it. Yeah. No. So there was my first one that I've just told you about. That was literally our breakup argument. We didn't really speak much after that, and then. um, What are you laughing at? Just there. <laughs> I could just imagine the next boyfriend comes along like a month, two months, three months down the line and he's like, you know what, I really like you. And she's like, right, well, what you need to know about me is that, look at me, this is serious. You know, they're on like the, the fourth date in Revs or something like, I just want you to know, just put your cocktail down, yeah? I need to be fingered like a princess. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> Fuck! Oh, another psycho. Um, yeah the the second one, we were it was a very very complicated relationship. She moved to London at one point, um, and then we we sort of stayed mates. Then she come back and we were going to give it another go, and then she did something, and I was just like, I can't be asked with this anymore. So I just fucked it off. I never literally never spoke to her again. She rang me the next day and was like, Hi, are you all right? And I was like, Why are you speaking to me normal? Oof. And she was like, I just feel like we just need to talk it out. And I was like, again, no, 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 we don't. It's over. Don't ever speak to me again. Delete my number. Fuck off. Put the phone down. I haven't spoke to her since. Oh, mate, that's a, that's a beautifully aggressive, clean break. I got dumped once. The only time I got proper, like, dumped, not, it wasn't me trying to work it round. I was like, oh, this is going all right. Was a girl called Amber that my sister worked with. I met her on my 30th birthday party. My sister was like, oh, we're going to a party in Manchester. My brother's having a 30th. And she was like, do you know what? Can I come? And and my sister had told me about her. So she's a real character. She's kind of a couple of years younger than you. She lived in Paris for a bit. She's finished an art degree and now she's working at my work and whatever, but she's going to go and be a teacher. And as soon as I met her, she's something about her. And we went out for about six weeks, got on some of the time, but the rest of the time you could tell you know earlier doors where you're pissing each other off and you're like this isn't a good sign is it she also had a really weird tendency of like as she was describing things like trying to she grabbed the words out of the air which is one of the more unusual things I've ever fucking seen so she'd be like it depends what you're talking about like oh do you know what I remember school school was great teachers and she'd like start grabbing at the words like she was actually trying to pull the memories off a fucking <laughs> shelf in her head and the first time you say you see it you're like oh she's a character do you know what I mean she's very she's very I visual you mean by that like she's uh, very ex- people who talk with the hand but they, they're grabbing like but, they're getting something off a shelf but I've never I've literally never seen I've never seen it do it for multiple conversations she was like oh my god let me tell you about school like children fun you know innocence nostalgia and she's like grabbing at the air and when you start bugging each other that's the kind of shit that you as you're like getting annoyed by each other you're like oh that's fucking annoying isn't it how she just fucking grabs <laughs> annoying dickhead grab grab <laughs> nostalgia always ended with nostalgia so we were it wasn't working out but I was like you know what she's fit that's classic lad in it like yeah I don't think we're going to make each other happy but there's nothing in it but she's fit and uh, she I didn't see the dumping she was like can you come round I think we need to speak I was like yeah 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 no worries she sat down she was like it's, listen this has been on my mind for for a week or two my, my head and my heart are in different places my heart's telling me yeah do you know what like not working out my head you're great we get on brilliant she's grabbing at things she was like I just think we should maybe just be friends and I was like alright cool yeah alright yeah let's just be friends that's fine 
So I was like, all right, that was an amicable breakup on it. So that was, I drove away, spoke to my mate Bondi, uh, classic mate. Like, you know, you kind of mate, you, he's the closest person in the world, but he's never nice about anything like this. Like, he's like my best mate, the guy I go to first, but he's never, he's never very tolerant of this shit. And I was like, told him the story. I was like, oh yeah, we just agreed to split up. So we've just, it's like a mutual separation. And I told him the story and he went, what? I went, yeah. So I went round to hers and she went, can we talk? And she went, we should just be friends. And I totally agreed. So it was mutual. And he went, what? Tell the story again. So I told him again. He went, you got fucking dumped. You got fucking dumped. I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> In my head, I honestly didn't know I'd been dumped because I'd never been dumped before. I didn't know how it went. I thought a dumping went, I am ending it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Dumbin was like I fucked someone else and I'm sick of your face grabbing at things like annoying slaphead shit glasses borderline <laughs> stupid accents <laughs> so I, I expected a Dumbin to be like that I didn't know you could be fucking sucker punched by some like girl going I think we should talk and be friends I was like yeah I agree he was like you didn't get fucking that wasn't seen. mutual you got have you not seen any film or any sitcom or anything. I've seen all the films. I've seen all the sitcoms. I'm just so arrogant that I'm like, no one wants to dumb this guy. I'm great fun. I I honestly didn't know I'd been dumb. She wants to be my friend. (laughs) She suggested it. She basically asked me the question, but it was, if if I'd have said no, she would have made it like a statement rather than a question. And she went from wanting to have sex with me to want, it's the biggest dumping ever. And it took Bondi going, you've been fucking dumped. You've been fucking dumped. (laughs) She sat you down. She said, let's be friends. You're a fucking idiot. You agreed. You got fucking dumped. I was like, I had to go, no, 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 I've not. No, I've not. No, fuck, I've been dumped, haven't I? I've been dumped and it just it took about it was like a day after I was like oh nasty bitch John upset me you were just walking around just going oh do you know what women don't even need to fuck me to hang out with me like they they just like my personality I'm such a great guy how how can a guy this bald wearing such pedo glasses be so arrogant to think no one would want to dump this fucking little Nordic keeper <laughs> oh dear god bless him Bondi didn't let so me if down anyone else has got stories along these lines I've just got a feeling there's going to be some absolute doozies in there we want your breakup stories your breakup fights what did you say what did they say if you did it again would you say it any differently get them in to have a weird pod at gmail.com and like the granddad the, the dead relative stories and granddad died and said something funny it does have to have that air of comedy it can't be like yeah so I was with this person my fucking hit her with a lamp and, and she, she yeah. got back up and ran the fucking gardening fork right through me chest yeah. and at that point I went ring me an ambulance and get the fuck out my house <laughs> she's doing four to five for attempted fucking murder and I've got the kids and it's not you've got it you know slightly lighter than the normal like yeah I ate her hope she dies alright thanks for emailing Kev (laughs) (laughs) let's have a fucking word let's have a word from a sponsor 
I'd like to tell you about Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car body work and customisation services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. We are a well-trusted family-run business doing work for major companies such as Arnold Clark and Direct Line. We are passionate about our work. We thrive on perfection. This is a quote from a happy customer. Trans Alloy Wheels, and I'm deadly serious when I say it, it's the best finish I've ever seen on a set of wheels. Their attention to detail is commendable. We add value to your car at low cost with specialist trained technicians and the latest tech and experience using the same factory manufacturing techniques as the biggest car companies we can repair the wheels as new finish if you can't afford a new car because of the owner come and have your wheels color changed or refurbed all have a word listeners will receive 25% off everything we do and what we offer is powder coating diamond cutting painting new tires acid stripping and shot blasting tire fitting and removal well crack repairs and buckles car body repairs pickup delivery service and insurance work we've got a 4.7 on the old Google review, we've got five-star Facebook reviews. Find us on Facebook, Insta, or online. That is Trans Alloy Wheels Limited. Ah, thank you. Okay, boys, let's do another feature already. Would you rather do this or would you rather do that? Make a decision, but make sure you make one, because Adam needs closure. Um, would you rather? <laughs> no fucking about, no prepping. Would you rather? only ever be able to eat food using cutlery or never be able to use cutlery again ooh (laughs) (laughs) I love it (laughs) on the face of it it's so innocuous but Adam's like oh that's what the shutdown has done to us like oh shit didn't realise we were going to get serious Um, I think I'm using cutlery it's yeah. easier to yeah. eat a pizza with cutlery than eat a curry with your hands in it. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably having. I'm having soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate watching Daddy cornflakes. Oh, it's not even the end of the bowl. <laughs> yeah, you can put up with being called a Tory for cutting your pizza with a knife and fork. Well, actually, now, hey. I'm not no, trying. I'm not trying to sound like a Tory, you know. Oh, I've no. I voted Lib Dem. That's as uh, that's as non-socialist as I've ever got. Oh, but sometimes God. when you're on a date, <laughs> pizza, cheese, tomato, grab it, nostalgia. Um, I have, I've, I like a little bit of a, I like a little knife and fork sometimes, you know. With pizza. Yeah, like if not the fucking local shitty takeaway yeah if you'd just gone look right i'm not proud of this but every now and then once a year maximum i fuck a kid in the ass i would have more respect for you if you said that right i don't think the judicial system sees that the same (laughs) same way yeah well the law is an (laughs) (laughs) never mind about pedophilia order you were charged sir of using knife and fork in pizza in pizza i'm not saying i get a knife and fork out for a fucking papa john's like a twat i'm saying out at pizza express you've got a sloppy giuseppe sometimes it doesn't fucking it doesn't always fold beautifully use your knife and fork at a restaurant when you're trying to get laid that's not a bad thing is it you've never been trying to get laid by a scouse girl have you because if you whip the knife and fork out for a pizza with a scouse girl she'd be she'd tell you she's going the bog and then she'd ring you from the taxi and say let's be friends <laughs> and I'd be like that was mutual that, that was mutual because <laughs> I wanted to finish the pizza best. on my own 
<laughs> on your own. Yeah, <laughs> talking I think in with a name before. She said, let's she, be friends, and I wanted to. Returning? She wasn't a date. We're just friends, actually. It was a mutual decision. We're really happy about <laughs> it. I mean, she's left a coat, but we both decided <laughs> that that was right. And she's already blocked me on, on WhatsApp. And yeah, but that's mutual as well, because that's, that's the friendship we're going to have, the ones where we never, ever speak again. Net, well, yeah. The, the problem is there are some foods like you are if you always got cutlery like what are you going to do with crisps hang on you've got to does eat a bag a of crisps straw, with... does a straw count as cutlery I, why what are you going to do a straw for soup soup if I can if I can do curry and soup through a straw then I'll, I'll choose that one fucking <laughs> hell I bet it's been attempted yeah I'd rather have like a stew through a straw than be <laughs> Granddad's been in a fucking vegetative state, but he used to love a fucking chicken boona on a Sunday night at the local Balti house. So what we do at the hospital bed is we get them to deliver. <laughs> fucking. That's it. Cutlery. If I can use a straw for me more watery foods, I think I'd rather go no cutlery. Also, you could, you could, if, if we're taking straw... As cutlery, you could use straw for crisps. I mean, it is the biggest fat cunt move you've ever seen. A, you'd have to grind up the crisps in the bag and then hoover them up with a straw like it was some fucking carbohydrate-baked cocaine. I've the fork here, haven't I? Yeah. I reckon I eat crisps more than I eat anything else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't think anyone listening went, really? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. So, oh, what about a bag I of sweets? Draw, I want no cutlery. <laughs> Gonna look like a fucking ballad at the cinema with your pick and mix. I get a fat con eats pick and mix with a spoon. <laughs> Daddy, what's that man doing? Fucking dying very slowly. <laughs> Two ninety five of fucking hundred grams. Oh dear, I think you. I really think. You don't you don't want to say it, but it's got to be cutlery on it. Um, I don't know if I can have a straw. All right, the, the old straw caveat. You love a fucking caveat in these games. <laughs> Would you rather be in prison for a year and not fucking like Alcatraz or Death Row or anything, but also not one of those like really touchy feely, you know? Oh god, he did a little bit of tax evasion, but there's no gates, but they stay. You so know. like Walton. Yeah, 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 prison. yeah. Walton. Walton. Like, I fucking know what Walton is. Is Walton a prison? Yeah. Is it like a normal one? It's like, there's a few there that isn't that in there, but they haven't, like, they haven't gone too far with it. Do you know what I mean? Just just like a, a light murdering. Like, uh, what a you murder can't you can understand. I think that's who goes there. Oh. Where they're oh. like, oh, we see why you murdered them. Talk me, talk me through that, Adam. <laughs> what do you mean? Talk me through an understandable murdering. Oh, like you've come home, yeah, and someone's shagging your missus. Oh, all right, and you've murdered them because he's like shagging your missus, and they put you in Walton rather than with the guys who just murder for a laugh. You know what I mean? Like, because there's different types of murder, isn't there? There's people who've done it out of necessity, and there's people who just do it like for sport and that. Do you know we were talking about the independent island of Liverpool? You know, because I think a lot of Merseyside would like to just be blown off the side of the UK and you can have and then just like have a little bridge going across and that would be nice. 
I would love it if the judicial system sounded like that. Yeah, all right. You've done a murders. You've done a fucking murders. But it's one of them all right murders, do you know what I mean? Because he was banging your fucking Michelle. And that's bang out of order. And you fucked him to death with his own shoes. And, and what else? You know, that's not bad. But this cunt, he's having a fucking good time with it. So he's doing longer than a different place. Like it did sound... I know what you meant, but it sounded really weird how you were like normalising it like... No, but there's like there's more understandable murders than some, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. There's cunty murders in there, and yeah, then there's, there's like there's yeah, murders where you're like, oh, what have you done that for? And then there's murders where you're like, I uh, get it. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's nicked. He's nicked. He's nicked all my life savings. Yeah, well, uh, you're gonna get hit with a shovel then, aren't Did you? you? Kill someone? Do you reckon you could kill someone? Um, what you meant to say is. What you meant to say is, I didn't know that I had it in me to murder someone until I became a father. Until I became a father. And then I knew for a fact that I could, I'd stand in front of her and take a bullet. But in reality, like she tripped over the other day and fell flat on her ass, and I was about a metre away and I didn't even fucking move. So I don't <laughs> even know if I'm going to have the instinct to get in front of the bullet. I'd be like, oh, fuck, someone shot the fucking kid. Oh, Jesus. See, I watched the murder documentary with Jade a while back and Jade went... It's just mad, isn't it, that, like, some people have it in them to kill someone? Like, I can't... Can you understand that? And I was like, I actually think it's a miracle there are not thousands of murders every day in every city in the UK. Like, I, I have murderous thoughts almost constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not... Constantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean... It does, you know, when someone cuts me up in traffic, in my head, I'm like, I hope you fucking die. But I'm not, yeah. like, it's not constant. I don't wake up like, oh, breakfast, murder. No, just breakfast. No, so, like, Crumpets? if someone cuts me up in traffic, no. I will think about it for, like, a week or two. Oh, oh I love it. Oh, I, love I follow it. them sometimes. On the way to yours, when I filmed the Hack Radio pod, the first podcast we did at your house last year, Yeah, I, um, I, I followed a guy in a fucking truck for ages. That's why I was late to yours. <laughs> he fucking cut me up and he nearly killed me in a fucking massive truck and I followed him and to be honest with you if if he wasn't going to like fucking North Wales or whatever he was going if I could have followed him and not ruined the rest of my day I might have killed him <laughs> I love it how you have a distance on vengeance that's amazing <laughs> listen I if you cut me up I will follow you and I will rip your fucking arms off and shove them up your oh hang on that's the bloody that's the M56 I'm not going there that's the Welsh border I'm bloody <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not driving into Flintshire someone. to kill someone. You know, can't kill someone in the country they didn't commit the crime in. Yeah, I do. I if I had, I saw someone drop a whole bag of fucking McDonald's rubbish out of his see it, white see it Ibiza, just out of nowhere. I just saw it slow down. I was jogging one night. This is a few years ago. I just saw this cunt arm come out of the car and drop all of the McDonald's in the road and just drive off. Now I, I, I shut up, dickhead. And I understand people litter, but that is such a bell end level of littering. I had murderous thoughts. That's how f that made. I drink too much coffee. I know it, but I was thinking about following the car, finding out where he lived, putting a brick, and then I was like, I'd love to. F I just, oh my god, just about litter, and it's not real. I know you're never going to do it, but you can understand how someone would say someone stole your life savings, or did yeah. some like. Or fucking hit your kid with a car. <laughs> Keep it light. 
I, if I'm getting so wound up about a fucking chicken selects meal and a large fries packet being thrown out, and I'm I, that went round my head, and I can still remember it vividly now. Imagine the rage inside you when something actually proper happens. You can sort of understand it. For example, if I was walking my dog, and someone like the dog running it in like the way of a load of lads playing footy. And yeah. there's this lad who's like, get that fucking dog out the way. And he kicked me dog. In the I skull. Absolutely. Right. It would right. take someone to stop me killing him. A hundred percent. The dog would have to pull you back, like, leave it there. Yeah. Do you reckon you ended up killing that kid, right? There's loads of witnesses. You've been mm-hmm. fingered, right? In the legal sense. And they, and it goes to court, goes to Liverpool, the judge, are they like, listen, someone fucking booted your dog in the head lovely little dog they're showing pictures of the exhibit A picture of Minnie right well you did fucking kill the guy right do you reckon that's a sound murder yeah yeah that's an acceptable 100% yeah I reckon I'd get like three months for that and then it'd just be like like (laughs) mouse. why I think you know Judge Grinder or whatever he's called. Oh, it's Rinder in it. <laughs> and Judge Ju- Judge is it Judge Judy? Did you, did you just get mixed up with that because he's gay? Yeah. <laughs> and you know that gay people use the grinder app. Did they Judge do that on purpose? <laughs> did they do that on purpose? You deserve a bumming within fifty meters. <laughs> I think I hope this TV opportunity that you were talking about was you being some form of just judge, because I'd love to see you lay down fucking Scouse Law. Scouse Law. Uh, what, mate, I'm not even joking. There's the whole judicial system in the Mersey. It'll just be Twitter. Since I've been doing this podcast with you, I see so much of Scouse Twitter, and Scouse Twitter does not fuck about. No, it like does not. Like a fucking about. pack of hyenas, man. Um, right. Would you rather be in prison for a year, normal prison, you have to do the full 12 months, normal visitation, but a year of your life, as you are now at 28, is gone. Or lose five years of your life at the end. Five years at the end? You didn't even think about that, Adam. No. The last five years of your life, especially if you're as unhealthy as I am, are going to be shit, aren't they? Honestly, what number do you put on yourself here? What? Just being realistic, you know. I reckon I'm getting to between 70 and 80. Do you? Probably don't eat fucking crisps with a fucking <laughs> straw. I reckon, so let's say it's 77. I'd take 72 rather than go to prison now. But yeah. I have to admit, if you, what number would you happy, be happy? Would you, if I gave you 77 now? Yeah. I'd, I'd probably take 77. I've done a 77's bit. 77's enough, I've done it? drugs. 80 I've, plus is a fucking nightmare. I th- You're no. just waiting to shit yourself and someone else wipes your ass for you. As long as you've not ragged the fucking engine out, I, re- I reckon 80 to 80. As long as there's I some... I ragged tr- the engine out by the time I'd done me GCSEs. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a bad childhood. His life expectancy is 40. He's not even done his fucking A-level. I drank to the point my mate thought I was dead when I was 11. This is over, Daniel, and it has been for a long time. I think 77's a result then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think of all the fucking pills I did and I all the nights I stayed up, I reckon 77 would be amazing. I want to die in the winter just after a World Cup so I get one last World Cup in. I love watching a World Cup. 
So I want to have one last World Cup in before I die. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I suppose as an England fan, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Like, no, oh, we've got fan. fucked I'm out of the quarterfinals. I'm not asked about England, but I love watching the World Cup because it's fussy. If we won the World Cup, you'd definitely be asked. You wouldn't be like, oh, I'm Irish and Scottish descent. No, I wouldn't be that bothered. Yeah, you would. I, no, I wouldn't. What, if, I really, if Alexander-Arnold really, really... played right back, Milner was like yeah. playing... Yeah. I'd be happy, but yeah. I, I tell you what, England winning the World Cup would matter less to me than Liverpool winning the FA Cup. Yeah, everyone knows that. Uh, everyone, you yeah, can't. I mean. We all know that you can't compare Liverpool. Liverpool getting a draw, I thought a fucking three points, wherever would be more than the World Cup. What if Steven Gerrard was the manager of England? Oh, fuck it. All. No, it, no, it wouldn't. Stevie it G doesn't make a difference. Stevie G doesn't make a difference. Stevie G. I'm just not that bothered by England. I don't like international football a lot. I like the concept of the World Cup and that it's football in the summer when club football isn't happening. But I hate every international break that breaks up the Premier League season and stuff. I oh, love yeah, football, all, but I'm yeah, just yeah. not... I, I don't feel a massive connection to England as the national team. I just... I, I want them to win it, but I like... I, I'm not... Like, when we lost to Croatia last year, like, the second the game was over, I was over it. When we when Liverpool lost in the finals of Real Madrid, it took me months to get past that. All right. So you support Liverpool? You say? All right. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't mention it. Uh, yeah. What if you? What? If, mm, yeah. Because it's easy, isn't it? That I think that is essentially how most young people live. Like I know this isn't good, but fuck it. I want to have a great night out tonight. I'll bash this up my nose and I'll take a few years off. Of, yeah. yeah. Um. Would you rather have all traffic lights you ever drive through be green? Oh, that one. For Don't the, need to hear the second one. That. For the rest of your life. Or have unlimited personal spending at Tesco or any supermarket that you choose. You can just choose one supermarket. You never, ever have... You can't, like, buy loads of TVs and sell them on eBay. All the shit you ever need, grocery-wise, Tesco-wise, is free for life. Or you just get to sell through green lights. Traffic lights. Defo. I earn, normally, when we're allowed to gig and stuff, a nice, decent, comfortable living that has steadily gone up over the past few years, and I don't need to worry about buying groceries and stuff. I, I'm, I'm okay. I can buy enough food yeah. to live on, so I don't mind that at all. I love my job. Got a fairly good life when we're allowed out. I don't mind that. Traffic One of the banes of my life there, is yeah. driving towards a light that's on green and the one car in front of you gets through and then I get stuck at red. <laughs> Getting stuck at traffic lights is the bane of my life. I fucking hate it. So it drives me mad. Especially, do you know when you're doing a double and then you've got two gigs and like, let's say you're on first at the Frog and Bucket Comedy Club in Manchester and you, you're on last at Hot Water Comedy Club in Liverpool. You've, You've got, got essentially 40 minutes to do a 38-minute journey and stopping at two traffic lights can fuck it up completely and then the club get pissed off that I, you were late for the gig. Whenever I have to do that double, every light changes to red for me. It's like it fucking knows <laughs> where I'm going and how time constrained I am. And my time anxiety goes through the fucking roof, mate. Every comedian in the country. 
Uh, really liked all day over groceries. I'll happily pay me way for me stuff, but just let me get where I've got to fucking go. The worst traffic lights, as we all know, are the temporary traffic lights that some cunt hasn't timed properly. <sighs> and you can see where the other... There's like roadworks. It goes into one lane and you can see the other traffic light. And you know it's like, oh yeah, we'll do a minute on and then a minute off. And you're like, there's no one else here. There's no one else here. There's no one else here. And you're like, yeah, I just want to fucking do it. And you know that if you do it, you'll be the bell and there's like an articulated lorry speeding slightly that just comes over the brow and you're like, fuck. I, you know uh, they're the worst. Do you know more than that? Do you know when you get to like a, a, a dual carriageway junction yeah, and there's traffic lights and it's like two in the morning and it's on a cycle of traffic lights and like the green man's across the road and it puts it on the green man so there's no traffic going anywhere but there's not a fucking cunt in sight and there hasn't been for three hours because it's two o'clock in the morning on a fucking Wednesday. Do you know that? Um, I, I swear to God, I get homicidal. If the when that was happening, if a guy walked past and was like, "Hey, oh, by the way, thanks for using me traffic lights. I invented them." I'd run him over, and I would feel no remorse whatsoever. But that's the that one who was like, "Oh, just fuck it. There's no there's no cameras. It'll be fine." As soon as you go through, come on, it's two in the morning. There's no traffic. <laughs> out of nowhere, the fucking blue lights start flashing. Like, were you waiting in the bush, you cunt? <laughs> Oh, jeez, The last one's really weird. Would you rather spend a year living as a shark, a whole year living as a shark, or six months as a pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is easy, isn't it? It's a year as a shark. It's a bit dark underwater, isn't it? No, but they've got, like, they, they can see, can't they? Can they? Like, they've got, like, lights in their eyes and that. Like, well, not lights, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Okay, now, hey, this guy was good at maths at school, but I'm not sure he, did. he concentrated in biology. Yeah, well-known fact, like, sharks have got fucking LEDs in their eyes. That's why they're such good killing machines. Like, fucking... <laughs> oh, but sharks know where they're going, is what I mean. Like that. Even though I was a shark, it, when it was nighttime and the sun went down, I'd be like, bloody hell, it's a bit scary to see it. <laughs> no, but the only thing to be scared of is yourself, and sharks don't need to the sharks. <laughs> That's so true. You'd have to be a fanny of a shark to be like, ooh, it's scary in the world. There might be sharks. Of course there's sharks. You are a shark. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Apparently dolphins can sm smash uh, sharks' heads in, can't they? Dolphins batter sharks, like on the reg. Mm, I don't think on the reg. Great whites and dolphins. It's not like if you're one-on-one, -on -one, it's gonna, there's going to be trouble. I think the dolphins are like cool, like gang members like Lithor do it. Yeah, yeah. But like dolphins only do that if you piss them off. Like a shark will fucking go for something because it's a shark. Whereas a dolphin's a quite sound. But if you if you piss the dolphin off, then it'll it gets boys round Dolph and be dead. Dolphins you? aren't that sound. They actually they're one of the mammals that are known to basically hold females hostages and gang rape them. Yeah, but like I mean, the sound to other species. All right, cool. I can't believe like, you just literally brushed over that. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dolphins are a bit rapey, but they are sound, though, aren't they? Apart yeah. from the old rape, they, they, yeah. Dolphins yeah. aren't as sound as everyone thinks. Everyone's like, oh my god, dolphins are amazing. They're just so they're incredible and they're friendly to humans. Well, they're not that nice to women. They're horrific. Sex I had a little best. dolphin toy that I used to take in the bath with me when I was a kid. What did he do to you? <laughs> <laughs> Adam did some really advanced role play. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing. <laughs> fucking twisted kid. Stop playing dolphin gang rape in the bath, Adam. All right. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd love to live as a shark for a bit. Imagine that. Getting to see all the, like, the, there's bits of the ocean humans have never been to. You know, I'd go there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I Would you eat a human? Yeah. What? <laughs> Would you eat a human? <laughs> well, sharks don't like to taste a human, do they? I know, but you you are still you as a well, shark. They say that. They say that, don't they? They say sharks don't like to taste a human. But I reckon that's, I reckon it's probably like coriander. Like some sharks like it and some don't. Do you some, know what I mean? Some like, oh, mm, mm, actually. I, I think, think humans an acquired taste for sharks. Yeah. But they reckon like most sharks bite into a human and then spit it straight out. That's why like it, humans get killed by sharks, but it's very rare that they, their bodies aren't <sighs> recovered because. I, I think get, as a shark, it would really suit your personality to just go and hang out in Australia, nice warm waters, and you could just wait as you're swimming around for a fucking surfer to cut you off, and then all of that rage would come up, all of that murderous rage from motorway driving, and then you'd actually be able to bite the fucking head off. Yeah. I'd love being a shark for a year. And then I'd, I'd still have those memories, wouldn't I, when I come back to being a human? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I'd just be walking around going, yeah, I, like... Go for- to science and that and go, hey, you know that thing you've been worried about like down there? It's sound, mate. Being there. <laughs> being there. Not on there, lad. What way to get sectioned? I have just lived as a, <laughs> as a shark for you. The first few days back could be a bit weird where Jade was like, are you all right? And you were like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> It goes weird in the bath. Oh, that's a strange one. But you were, yeah, but you'd get to fly. But then it's the, the shittest bird, isn't it? Like, you'd yeah. be like, I'm flying, but I'm a knobhead. Like I don't know why that it's was that was such an easy would you rather because it was being a shark's good and you got to do that for a year being a pigeon shit and you only got six months of that I hate the sea oh, that's why I think I you know, I didn't I you think you wouldn't if you were a shark would you oh, no, no. <laughs> it's still horrible and cold isn't it no flying would be good but you'd still be a fucking shitty pigeon everyone like oh this dickhead yeah but being able to deep sea dive and breathe under the water oh. You could go anywhere as well. You could go wherever you want. You literally get to see things that no other human will ever see. If you're a pigeon, what are you going to go and see? The fucking... The liver buildings. You could go and shit on Old Trafford. Ah, yeah. you didn't I think of that? that anyway. What? Do that anyway. Just shit on me and them throw it. Oh, Adam. I did the dolphin with, rape bit, but that's too far. It's but it's got to think. I can already shit at Old Trafford, but I can't go deep sea diving in the coral reef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the no context. Have a word from this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck it! I'll tell you who's looking forward to hearing our weird comedy stylings. It's Foxhole Comedy Club. It is, yeah. Now then, everyone, let's have a quick word about Vauxhall Comedy Club in that there London town. Now, obviously, there is a fucking pandemic going on. No one's going comedy for a while. But as soon as they are, if you live anywhere near London, if you're down visiting in London and you fancy some stand-up, some of the best comics in the world will be playing Vauxhall Comedy Club, which is, surprise the fucking prize, in Vauxhall. So basically, they've helped the podcast out massively by sponsoring it in our time of need. And when we're out of the fucking bunker, when we do our first live, 
live tour of this podcast the Have A Word show for London will be at the Vauxhall Comedy Club if you're down there and you fancy seeing some stand up after the apocalypse give Vauxhall Comedy Club a try in the meantime give them a follow on Instagram at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Twitter at Vauxhall Comedy and on Facebook they're just Vauxhall Comedy Club join the mailing list so they can tell you when they're reopening and what they're doing it's VauxhallComedyClub.com Adam's already played this room I'm really looking forward to playing it they do a bottomless booze ticket on a Friday and Saturday night you get 90 minutes of stand up excellent TV comedians up and coming talent and also bottomless beer and wine there's a spirit and mixer ticket for 35 quid there's just entry for 10 be a good egg give them a little follow and we'll see you there after all this shit has blown over Vauxhall Comedy Club the tits you are listening to the funniest podcast in the game. It's Have a Word with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. Okay. Uh, that was Vauxhall Comedy Club, ladies and gentlemen. We are back and it's time for Have a Word with Adam and Dan. Send us the problems you have with your friends. <laughs> Got one here from Owen Jones. You ready for this, Daniel? Boy, sounds well, Stunny. All right, Owen. <laughs> Well, he's not. He's from Ireland. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. It's a lovely part of Wales. <clears throat> so, how's it going, lads? I'm Owen Jones, and I'm 18 from Ireland. I would like you guys to have a word with a couple of thousand 17-slash-18-year-old cunts. <laughs> Strong start. I am in my leaving cert year, which I believe is similar to the GCSEs, which is the exam that gets us into college. So he's basically in his equivalent to year 11, right? Yeah. The exams are supposed to be held in June, but the government has moved it to August slash September due to the lockdown. A lot of people my age were outraged by this decision because they are selfish twats. A lot of them have been sending emails to the government, writing essays all over Facebook, making videos of them crying, in brackets, the girls, (laughs) and getting petitions signed to try and get their predicted grades. Like many others I know, predicted grades would not get me into college, but being able to put four hard months of work in before the exam would The only people who want to do this are people who aren't going to college anyway or the predicted grades would get them in. So they're too fucking lazy to study for the exams and they don't want the new scheduled date to clash with them going on holiday with their mates. They just want a freeway into college. They're exploiting the virus and saying things like they're scared for their lives and that the stress of having to study during the pandemic will cause them mental health problems. If these fuckers get what they want, then me and thousands of other people will have to reset the whole year. It'll cost us around 8,000 euros to do that because it'll have to be done privately. I'm living in a disadvantaged area, going to a disadvantaged school. This would fuck me and my mates and probably thousands of others who want to go to college over just because some little emotional twats are being selfish. Have a word. Cheers, lads, from Owen Jones in Ireland. Whoa. I tell you what, for an 18-year-old, you can see a future in... He's got an aggression that I think I really warm to. But when I was 18, I couldn't have articulated all of that shit enough. You know, like, I would have got bored of the email well, about a third of the way one through. Of our listeners, but his email was largely incoherent, so I've restructured a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, good. I was about, God, he's really got a, uh, a clarity of thought there that's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> like, Owen will have listened to that first thing, God. I didn't quite say it like that, and I've got yeah, because I've just took all the salient points out and put it in a more... That's fine, though. That's absolutely fine. The guy's angry. The young man's angry. Uh, What do you think? 
I I agree with him. I agree with him. Anyone who's like, no, because I can't, because no, because I've got to go away and there's, I'm also going to festivals. You're like, well, you're not, and you're potentially not going on holiday. I think everyone has got a sort of, it's really difficult because I don't know that individual circumstance, but it's like anything. It, it, if you do something that's been delayed or stopped, in theory, there is going to have to be a change to the schedule when we all come out of it. We can't come out of this and be like, well, that's missed. You've missed all of that. And now we've started the next year or and now we're doing this or you've missed out. Sorry. Like there will have to be some rescheduling of stuff. I do understand that. Are you telling me that if you were 17 years of age right now and you were about to do your exams to get into sixth form or to get into university or whatever, yeah. right? And you were predicted to get A's across the board, but you know, for the last six months you've been fucking around, you haven't been listening, you wouldn't be trying to take sneaky advantage of this because I fucking would, mate. If I knew I was predicted A's and I could get out of doing the exam and just get A's across the board, I would be making every fucking petition I could, every video of me crying, going, I've got mental health problems. I would be that whiny fuck. So do you know what? I've got a little compromise that I think works for this one. I think... They should get the choice. You can either have your predicted grades or you can do the exam in September or whenever it comes around. And I think that rewards both people. If you've been a dick for five years and been fucking thick as fucking class and they've gone, right, you're going to get Ds across the board. The predicted grades, they don't just pluck them out their ass. They're based on previous performance. So if you're predicted badly, you can still go, no, I feel like I'm better than that now. I want to do the I've exam. been holding it up for the last bit. I've been holding back for yeah. the last bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still do your exam, but... If you're predicted A's, you can go, do you know what? I was expecting to do that in June. I'm not fucking doing it in September. Go fuck yourselves. Give me the A. I think that's fair. Mm, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's in theory, it's quite a fair option. But I think universities and colleges will be like, uh, yeah, but doesn't that mean everyone just gets fucking in? So the people who it suits get in because they're like, well, I was predicted. And the people who haven't got any good predictions are like, right, shit, I've got to work. I mean... No, but predicted grades are often quite accurate. So that it, it'd probably just end up about right anyway. Mate, I got a great predicted grade for theatre studies and I fucking hoofed it into the ground so hard. I was predicted an A, completely f fucked up my final exam, got a D, went to get my results. I got two Bs and a D and my theatre studies teacher did not pull any punches and he went, well, Daniel Nightingale, you are the disappointment of the year. <laughs> 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 I, was like, I was like, fucking hell. Woo! And I knew it. And the worst thing was, I knew it. I'd fucking done nothing for the exam. Oh, what a bell end. And if you want to write into us and nominate any of your friends as disappointments of the year, then email that in to <laughs> have a, a gmail.com. What a <laughs> The disappointment you know of the year. Enjoy your I night very similar and this is going to make me sound like such a fucking nerdy dick but I was predicted an A star in maths at GCSE and I got an A I was about three points short of getting an A star and I got called in for a meeting because the school were pissed off <laughs> wow because they were like look we were actually relying on you to bring our scores up and you should have been getting an A star Adam you're a very naturally gifted mathematician and you've clearly let yourself down here haven't you and I was like lad I got an A shut the oh fuck up once I'm into sixth form these don't matter anymore anyway <laughs> I don't I'll be honest I'm not sure a whole load of our listeners totally related to that story oh yeah lad 
<laughs> totally agree with you. So I remember when my uh, when my school brought me in and was like, "Oh, Dazza, <laughs> we really wanted an A star," but it turns out. <laughs> Did you just call our entire listenership thick? So you, mate, just I'm in with them. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever went A star to just an A. I fucked in. I hoofed an A to a D, and quite rightly got called a bell end. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are you happy with my decision there? That's what I, I think. That's... You've been. I think you've been really. Good. I think you'd be great as a judge in the Merseyside. You know, the independent island of Liverpool in their judicial system. And I also think you were quite fair-handed there as well. But I think reality is, everyone who's sat on their arse pretending that coronavirus is the reason they can't fucking revise is talking shit. So pull your fucking finger out and get ready for some slightly later exams. But we wanted to summer in France. Well, it's not going to be safe anyway. Get your fucking pens out. <laughs> pens. Pens. I'm so old. Get your pens out. Might as well have been chalkboard. Your pencil, your sharpener, your half red, half white rubber, and get ready to do some revision. Now, we're going to do the works of William Shakespeare. Long we'll division. Studied the bar, haven't we? The bar, the bard. <laughs> All right, I think that's a pod because we've stopped talking normally. <laughs> Adam, my love, that is us back on form. Tell you what. That was fun. He's back, Can't baby. It. He's done a bit of tidying. I've walked around the woods. We're back, baby. Uh, got a song for you, lad. Today's band is called Palmer Luca. So it's P-A-L-M-A and then L-O-U-C-A. They're fucking brilliant. The song is called Billion. They're fantastic. Do go and check them out. This is Palmer Luca with Billion. Thanks to our sponsors, BF52.com, Voxel Comedy Club and Trans Alley Wheels from Yorkshire. And of course, everyone who has signed up to our Patreon page. You make this shit possible and we'll see you tomorrow. See ya. So